When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to join the great man now. There's a bit of a review of what happened in the weekend in the NRL. Former Warrior, former, 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 a few teams. Blake Ashford joins us. G'day, Ash. <laughs> hey, mate. How are you? Good. We only had 15 minutes to talk to you, so I didn't have time to go through all your teams. Um, so we, no worries, buddy. Let, let's kick off with that um, surprising non-effort by the Warriors, in a way, wasn't it, that completely tailed up by the Rabbitohs. What did you make of it? Um, the Rabbitohs, especially one player named uh, Cody Walker, put on a masterclass. Um, I just think his movement without the ball, uh, just everything he did just turned to a bit of gold. And like you said, mate, the effort, I just think they, they came there a bit more desperate than the Warriors. Um, I don't know. The, the, the Warriors really haven't been in a position like this over the last five or six years. Um, and South Sydney, I mean, they were first about three weeks ago. They came into this game sitting eighth, so I think they sort of needed the win, but so did the Warriors, but um, they turned up a bit more desperate. Yeah, and even with a couple of late exclusions from the Rabbitohs, I'm just wondering if that was played a little bit of a mental, not with the Warriors saying, OK, we've already won this, let's just go out and play, but things just weren't working. One thing that was identified last last week, uh, particularly by Kempe, was saying Maratha Niokore not partnering Sean Johnson on on that edge might affect not just those players, but the team. Could you see some of that coming into play? A little bit, yeah. I mean, we've been blessed and lucky that we've got so much depth this year, the Warriors, that we've been able to have Maratha there for so many weeks with Sean, partnering him. I even thought Josh Curran when he was first named there um, to partner Sean, I thought that was just as good because he's been outstanding this year when he's come on and been with Sean. Um, so maybe, you know, Mitch Barnett might have thrown a bit of spanner in the works. Um, I suppose Mitch Barnett in the middle is just as damaging anywhere. Uh, look, I mean, it's hard. I, I, I can't take away from South Sydney, to be honest, Steph. Mm-hmm. I just, Cody Walker this year has just been, he, he's the best six in the game, in my opinion. Just the way he plays, it's, he's just so classy. And like I mentioned, the stuff he does without the ball, the, the the space he creates without the ball is just exceptional. And I think, look, South Sydney, are, they're going to start to, to trend up, especially the next couple of weeks. And now it's the Warriors' turn to try and pull, uh, pull back some points. Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, Daly Cherry Evans, these old buggers that have been around a long time are really lifting at this time of year, aren't they? Yeah, they are, mate. Um, you know, you can throw Sean Johnson in that, yep. in that category too. Um, look, they're just, I think those those first names you mentioned have just been in the arena, been in those finals matches, Origin, the likes, and... Um, you know, it just it just seems like to me, I know I keep harping on Cody Walker, but it just seems like to me it's South Sydney's time with Cody Walker there. Um, Daily Cherry Evans yesterday was outstanding as well, really got the, the Eagles home in a close one to the Roosters. And like you said, all the old heads, they're just, they're just putting it back up, know how to play the game well. 
What do we think about the two results? Well, you could almost chuck in the Sharks scoring 52, but Cowboys 74-0 Wests, Knights 66-0 Bulldogs. Not a great advertisement for a competition that's got a salary cap. <laughs> yeah, it's not, mate. Um, but the, the thing is, for me, the competition over the last five years has been sort of like this. There's been four or five teams, and then there's been the rest. And we've seen this... This, these scores more often. I think this is the first time, or there's been, you know, you can count on one hand how many times this year there's been blowout scores like this. Not a great, as, a great advertisement, but uh, the less that it happens, I think the better. And I think the competition is in a good spot where, look, we're speaking about the Warriors who have been outstanding this year, and now we're saying they might miss the eight. That's how quickly, like South Sydney were first, they were eighth coming into the weekend. It's just such a tight competition this year that the football is so good. No, we don't want to see those blowout games. But, um, look, I'm, I think there's going to be a kickback this week and hopefully they, they all get a bit tighter. What what do we make? I'm hearing, well, it's been reported Tim Sheens is going to stand down early and give the reins to Benji Marshall. But from what I see, Benji's pretty much got the reins at the moment anyway. This is a tough baptism for him uh, into coaching. It is, mate. It is. But uh, I sort of liken it to, I know we keep going back to the Warriors, but the Warriors, are, I think, are good this year. Yes, because of Andrew Webster, but also they've had those players that have been through that hardened time of the last four years. And I think he, I know the, the Tigers have been poor for the last 10, but I just think the young group they've got there now will reap benefits, the same as the coaches will reap benefits from this season, having the ups and downs, not too many ups. But look, I I don't know how the system is. I haven't spoke to anyone too much about the coaching at the Tigers. I think there's just a bit of unrest at the moment, Um, like it always is made at the top. I just think that, look, the people at the top, the Tigers, the board, I think they need a change. I think they've had their time. And I think it's time to bring new people in and start from the top. Look, it's tough as well being an ex-Tiger and they are one of those teams that, that you know, we didn't have time to mention. But uh, I just think my heart goes out to him. I hope Benji does a good job when he takes the reins. I know he will. Um, and I hope they start getting some good players there. I guess you could argue um, the Dragons are in a similar amount of turmoil, getting beaten by about 35, 40 points by the Sharks. They had that very messy Ben Hunt um contract negotiation this is a long year for the Dragons fans too it is mate um, look I don't know how it's going to play out they're saying no they want to keep Ben Hunt but look Ben Hunt's turning up trying to play NRL football and there's always things on your mind and when you can't have a clear focus in a game it definitely plays a part um, I know there'd be people probably in the Dragons that it would be affecting as well um, they might not come out and say it, but it definitely, you know, mm-hmm. your mate wants out and then you've got to strap up and play beside him each week. Must be hard. I know a couple of people have been told they can look elsewhere as well. It's come out this week in the media. So it's going to be tough into the year for, for, the, for those teams. I think those three can definitely ride off any hope. Uh, the Tigers, the Dragons and the Doggies. Um, it's going to be a long rest of the year. Two more games I want to talk to you about. The first one was the Panthers getting an away win over the storm without Nathan Cleary. And I think that last comment I made, that's really important for the Panthers, for their belief system to go away, go to Melbourne, 
win without Nathan. That that's a bit of a stake in the ground game for me. Oh, mate, it was huge. It was huge. But I, to me, it shows how much Jerome Lewis has grown up as a footy player. Uh, I know people like to have digs at him and cracks at him for certain things, but the way he can take over and control a game, especially on that left edge. I mean, you've got Jack Cogger, who's done a great job. Um, but just, like, their forward pack, their depth, it's just outstanding. And once again, when you think, you know, the Panthers are going to fall off after being in three grand finals, I, I challenge anyone to argument to say that they won't be there again because you just said without Cleary, you know, they go to Melbourne and, and win in that fashion. You put him back in, the team's just rolling, mate. Their forward pack's enormous. Um, their key players, their spine, they, they just do a great job and come from the juniors up. Um, they've done a great job with that whole club. So that was a huge win, as uh, as you mentioned, Steph. And, yeah, I think they've got the minor premiership wrapped up with their run home, I've seen. Mm. And the last one, Broncos-Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins have been in the competition not even 12 months. This rivalry, uh, it feels like it's been around forever, the Broncos and the Dolphins, and they dished up a pretty good spectacle. They did, mate. And they, they did earlier in the year as well. Um, you know, you can tell as well what it means to the Broncos. Such a proud club that's been around for so many years and every try or the start of the year they were doing this is our home, you know, just wanting to reinstate to the Dolphins and the Dolphins fans that, hey, we still run, we're still big brother here. And mate, It was a classy game. The Dolphins are a team, you know, Wayne Bennett's such a great man motivator. He can get players up for any any occasion especially a derby like that. And uh, the way they've performed this year with the injuries they've had and the depth that they really don't have, um, they can really hang their hat on that and going forward in the future that this will be a derby to watch. And I think almost every game, wherever it's played, will get 50,000. Finally, Aish, who's your finalist now? It's a mind change every bloody weekend, mate. What, how, how are you lining up yeah. the two to play the GF? Oh, mate, it's hard. It is hard. I've, I've gone on a on a on a roller coaster this year. Obviously, picking the Roosters and the Cowboys to start the year. Cowboys have come into form. Look, I tell you, one team to be weary of. I don't know. Look, I, I still love South Sydney. I think Penrith would be hard to beat, but I'll be weary of the pen, of the Parramatta Eels, mate. I think Parramatta Eels will be their grand final day, and it would not surprise me if they lift the trophy this year. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. I, I, I thought you were going to go Cowboys there with that big build-up, but no, you've gone Eels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, like I said, it's been a roller coaster ride. I think I've picked almost uh, probably 16 out of the 17 at one stage this year. Oh, so fantastic. We'll stick to the Eels. Top man, Ace. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. No worries, Steph. Go well, mate. Cheers. Blake Ace with the former Warrior joining us on a very tumultuous weekend of uh, Rugby League, the Sharks scoring 52 points. Uh, Cowboys 74-0 against West. Knights 66-0 against the Bulldogs. I just can't keep my excitement levels down, though.